0: So getting ranked, it's alright, there's no need for thanks, choosing
1: who's good and who's tanked, these are our decisions, we take them to the bank, deciding who's number one, it'll be fun, decide your victor, pick it up, take us on the run, Tempe's your host, from coast to coast, here with great guests, not trying to brag or boast, so sit back and be impressed, leave it up to us to do the rest, listen up, it'll be a blast, sit back and enjoy
2: the getting ranked podcast.
0: Welcome to Getting Ranked, a podcast where we determine who stands above the rest. Whether you're first or last, at least you're on the list. Joining me tonight to discuss uh, a topic I love, Batman villains, uh, are some of my favorite Twitter people. Uh, One person's one of my favorite real people. You know him. I'll introduce him first since he's old cake. Reg, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty
1: well. And yourself?
0: I cannot complain. Summer is finally here in New England it was 78 degrees today i should have left early but i did not but no complaints here how about you how are you
1: i'm doing pretty pretty good pretty good
0: uh also joining me for the first time on i think any of my podcasts at least uh he's an amazing guy you should follow him on twitter he is hilarious uh our good friend riku how are you doing
2: i'm doing great thanks for having me on
0: I am. I really wanted to have you on Tempe's World, but that podcast sort of fell apart, so I'm really glad to have you on this one, and hopefully I'll show you a good time and you'll come back for more.
2: Oh, my. Oh, well, yes. maybe you will, darling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before we get into our subject, which is male Batman villains, and before anyone yells at me or, you know... Writes me off on Twitter, please understand that I will be doing a female Batman villain episode in the near future. I just wanted to make sure that when discussing all the villains, we were able to give them equal and fair due. And there are some amazing lady villains in Batman, and we're going to give them a full show onto their own to exhibit them in all of their glory.
2: Listen, lady villains need their love, too.
0: Oh, they need that right love. Now, right <laughs>
2: now, it's just dudes... It's a little sausage fest, but ladies' night is coming.
0: Because it's ladies' night, and it will feel all right. But, for now, we're going to talk
2: about the dudes.
0: Uh, But before we get into it, I always like to do one of these at the beginning of the show. It's an icebreaker. Now, fellas, if you were a hero or a villain, based off of an animal, kind of like Batman, what creature would you choose... And what would be your powers? Um, that's
1: a good one. That's a good one, yeah. yeah. Does it have to be a real creature?
0: It has to be a real creature that once lived on this planet. I'll go as far as that. So you can pick something that's extinct. You can't pick something from the future because we don't know. But any creature.
1: Well, see, that that's pretty funny because in the DC world, things that were mythical do exist. So I'm going to be Phoenix, man.
0: You know what? I will accept that. I will allow that. So die every day, reborn at at the morning sunlight, or are you more of a like once a month burn apart guy?
1: Oh, I've got fire powers. If I use them too much, then I, I can burn myself out and get, you know, die. But then I'll, I'll come back.
0: That's a good power set. Yeah, that's a real good power set, especially since you're not like limited to a timeline where you're like, I know every thirty days, every twenty four hours, you're just like, yeah, if I burn out, I'll be back. I don't yeah. when, but I'll be back. Hmm. And then I
1: guess since it has to have a downside, uh, sometimes when I come back, I don't like have a different, I have a different personality or something,
2: or you have a different body.
0: Oh, that would be cool too.
2: You would, you would have an excuse to be drawn differently by different authors.
1: Yeah,
0: that would be really cool. Imagine the story arcs you could do. You, know, cradling you could do some really
2: cool with,
0: Yeah, cradling a nuke to prevent it from going off, and you burn yourself out. Come back as a, I don't know,
2: sh- burn yourself. Kind of, kind of like how Major Force kind of offs himself in that first episode of Justice League. He absorbs way too much energy, goes up in the stratosphere, and explodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. that would be pretty cool, actually. Uh, I, I think. Give me a minute, because it's going to take a second. Dinosaur Man.
1: Dinosaur Man was my second choice.
2: (laughs) Okay, but I couldn't pick a specific dinosaur, so it's basically along these lines of dude gets hit in an accident, he shatters a leg bone, there's no time to get him to a – is on an archaeological dig site, shatters a leg bone, there's no chance to get him to a hospital – transplant like a dinosaur bone into his leg and then dinosaur powers <laughs> i like that i'd like it that's dumb and silver Age is all get out but, but i like it
0: it's so perfect too especially if like say say he like got injured because a whole bunch of different bones that were being loaded for you know shipment all collapsed on top of him so mm-hmm. like that way he can pull, he has the excuse to be able to pull from different animals, from different dinosaurs when he needs them.
2: Yes, yeah, sort of like, um, what's her name with the, the, the... Uh, vixen? S- vixen? Yes. Yes. yeah, yes. I sort of like Vixen.
0: That would be really, really cool. Damn, you guys, now I feel bad about mine. My first idea was Chameleon Man, but I'm like, all you can do is just change color and blend in. Like, people, if they had infrared, they could still... Someone can still shoot you. Uh, so I went with Squid Guy. And and basically, I'd just be like a normal human, but I could also, like, squeeze through small cracks like they can. Like, you know, I'd be able to basically make my bones become liquidy, liquefied. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would be I able like to, it. to generate multiple arms, like tentacles. Like they might just be smaller arms. Some arms are longer because you know, an uh, uh, octopus's arms are different lengths for different functions. And I would just be super intelligent, like they are.
2: I am also picturing your costume. The mask just has like tentacle dreads.
0: Oh, that would be sick. It's just that sh- throw like, uh, um, what, what's it called? Ink bombs at people.
2: Throw ink bombs. <laughs> yeah, I, l- I like it. I like it a lot. Plus, you also get the better version of Chameleon Powers. That's true. Where you get basically active camo.
0: That is a great icebreaker. I think that's the best one so far. Which makes me um quite confident for our general discussion on Batman villains. The males. The men. The dudes. The dicks. The bros. We're talking about all of them. Well, or most of them, at least. I've always had this belief that people are either disgusted by Batman villains, are intrigued by them. A few people fall in the middle, but I think most people lean in one direction. Which camp are you guys in, if any?
1: I'm all about him. I like um his Rogues Gallery. I think he's got like one of the best in, in like comic book history, and because there's just so so many good ones that are just like really serious, really. You know, Deadly and whatnot, but then he's got these jokey ones, you know, and, and I, I kind of like that, too.
2: Like Kite Man? Yeah, Kite Man. Exactly. I would say I'm more along the lines of I'm disgusted by some, but intrigued by others. Like, there are some of his villains that are just like to have a character that's in that weird of a headspace. It's either it's intriguing. You're like, how did they how do they think or you're like oh that's awful i can't even twist my brain into knots to get right like that. yeah
0: see I-, I think i'm definitely very entrenched in the intrigued by them camp um i look at most of the villains some of them i'm just like you're just ultra violent your rage on 10 with no no empathy and no control uh, like you know your killer crocs but I feel like if I lived in Gotham, I would want to be one of three things. I'd want to be a radio DJ, a reporter, or I would want to work in Arkham. Just to be... Not necessarily be around these guys, but be sort of near the world without being in it. Because I just think it is fascinating the way some of these guys go so far in one direction. Like, I would love to spend as much money on the education that it took to be Two-Face's um, psychiatrist or psychologist. Just to sit down to him and listen to him, like, defend the idea of a coin flip determining whether or not your plan goes through.
2: Okay, I have a question for you. Go you on. have the Joker as a patient. You suddenly become his next sidekick. What is the pun on your name to make you into his sidekick? Like, Harleen Quinzel... Arlie Quinn.
0: Um,
2: at least your first name. We don't need to know your last name. we
0: well, see. Mine. I, I. Well, I'll tell you. I can tell you my full name. Well, I'm not too worried about it. My full name is Jonathan Carson. So I've been known as Johnny Carson my entire life. So I imagine if I was Doctor Johnny Carson, I would end up being like uh, a talk show themed villain. Like I think I would be a henchman who he maybe push into a vat of oil or uh, or some chemicals and then it turned me into this uh offshoot guy like that johnny carson routine would be my thing
2: i like that that's super i can't tell i can't think if that's more golden age or if that's more silver age but that's such a old school batman villain
0: it would be such a dumb one too because he'd be and again this is one of the things i love about batman villains it
2: would be it would be dumb until they do the Dark Knight uh, returns and then you're basically David Endocrine. Like that's your new backstory.
0: Oh, that is well, that actually would be cool. Yes. But just imagine like some of the heroes and Reg, you you can speak to this, like some of the wacky off the wall heroes who are not heroes, villains, who are part of Batman's story from start to finish. You'll have your serious ones, but you would have these weird ones like like my talk show potential talk show guy, like um, one of our favorites, the Pharaoh from the Adam West Batmans. King uh, Tut. King Tut, there it is. Yeah. You know, these guys who are built into this character and, and they're in this box. So that box, no matter how intelligent they are, they're stuck and defined by it.
1: Yeah, I mean, but that's, that's so many of Batman's villains, you know, people who are controlled by their own psychosis.
2: They're very one trick ponies at times, but doesn't mean we don't love them any less. Yeah.
0: But that's, what I, that's kind of the reason why I like Batman um, villains is because no matter what you're looking for as a comic book guy or just a person who wants to get into you know, the idea of, of comics and heroes, there is a villain for you. If you yes. want a sadistic guy, that guy exists. If you want this weird, off-the-wall guy who never should be a villain like Condiment King, that guy's there and everyone in between.
2: Condiment King, I forgot.
0: He's, uh, oh, he's definitely one of my favorites. Just because Condiment King never really, like, tooled up and got, like, you know, mustard that was acid. It was always he, just mustard.
2: It was always... His, yeah. his his super move was hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just so ridiculous. Like, that's... Okay, guy.
1: Crazy Quilt.
2: Crazy Quilt. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Music Meister. Mm. Who was
0: the time clock? Or, or is it Clock King? Uh,
2: clock King. Clock King.
0: Oh, God, Clock King. Just a dude with a uh, with I'm talking about One Trick Pony.
1: He should have been, like, Flash's
2: villain, I think. Well, but Flash had, like, the turtle. Where he was super slow, but he could be in the perfect place at the perfect time. Yeah. So he'd kind of be redundant if Clock King was around. Flash also has a really good rogues gallery.
0: He that's yeah, that's a he hero does. I've just um recently the last few years gotten into and his stories are that will be one for the future when I get a little more educated on the subject for sure. It's cool. It's cool. Um let me ask you guys, who was your first who was the first male Batman villain who left an impression on you? Like who really changed the way you saw his villains?
1: Um maybe Two-Face? I think Two-Face was the first one that I kind of felt bad for, you know, because, like, everybody else is just a bad guy, you know, uh, through and through. But, like, Two-Face kind of a victim in his own right.
2: Yeah, Two-Face is definitely a good one. I'll be honest with you. There was a point where I was a little kid where Scarecrow, for some reason, enchanted me. Just he was he was scary and repulsive. But there was this weird fascination with this guy who was obsessed with what made people afraid and i blame Mm -hmm. the episode like the first episode he's in of uh batman the animated series still kind of creeps me out a little bit
0: um i i agree 100 percent with you uh a little bit later we're gonna do a top 10 of our um favorite male batman villains and he's gonna be a lot higher on my list than i think you guys will expect Um, He definitely, he was the first Batman villain who I was like, I want to be like him because of the way he uses power. Like I, you know, Bane uses power to control people because he wants to, you know, he just wants to make money and control like an area. I like the idea that the Scarecrow liked the idea of controlling not just people, but their worlds, their minds. Like that was, as a kid, that's the first time I was like, ooh, I'm. I'm kind of dark as fuck.
2: Did you ever play the Arkham games?
0: Oh, yes, of course.
2: Okay, so then you know that that version of Scarecrow is horrifying.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I thought they did an amazing job in Batman Begins. Like I I felt, and that's really one of the reasons to go on the side road here, it's one of the reasons why I love those movies. I thought they did such a great job of making the villains feel real and in you can almost imagine living in a world with them.
2: You know, Not the, super comic booky. Like they definitely like they definitely toned him down a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think that's what's greater about his villains that they do feel like people that could exist in the real world. You know, it was like it's, Joker, he's just a chemist that went crazy really, when you really think about it.
0: True. Well, a chemist with like a genius level IQ when it comes towards like strategy and coordination. You know, yeah. and you have this doctor who's in the perfect niche profession, working with the perfect um, patients to basically run these experiments and do these things. Like everyone that they showed in those movies feels like this person could actually exist, and I think that's kind of why they're scarier than some of the the animated stuff. You know, that Joker feels terrible, but you're like, man, that guy's not that Joker's not existing. In a real world. I
2: wish they would have given Bane just the Luchador mask. Like that would have been more intimidating to me than guy in stupid breather. You
1: don't like the voice, Rico? I don't.
2: <laughs> Hold on. No, I don't like the voice. It's dumb.
0: Uh, I I love that's Tom Hardy. He's definitely known for bad accents. That one is one of my favorites.
2: Oh, I can't wait for Venom. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, it's oh don't get me started oh my first thing i posted on twitter after i saw that
0: Symbiote.
2: yeah i'm
0: gonna have to be real drunk for that one my wife might have to be uh she might have to drive me home for that one because i feel like that's the only way i'm going to enjoy it
2: i don't know man i think i can go into it and try to enjoy it but it's gonna be hard <laughs>
0: And um, speaking of Venom, you can 100% know that we will be doing a getting-ranked episode on Spider-Man and his allies, on Spider-Man and his villains, because you want to talk about someone who has an amazing cast
2: of villains, Spider-Man. Spidey has one of the best.
0: He, He and Batman, I think, are in one and two. So, I am convinced that everyone has one Batman villain, both male and female that they relate the most to, and if they're honest, can see themselves as, like, the villain they would, or could become. Uh, which male Batman villain is that for you?
1: Uh, Ra's al Ghul. Without a doubt. Why? Uh, because he's, he's all about, you know, making the hard, well, what he sees as the, like, the hard choice, and, like, protecting the Earth, and realizing that, like, civilization is kind of the problem with everything and I, I think you know i'm not gonna go all Thanos and kill like 50 percent of the earth i don't think we should do that but you, you know, know maybe
2: 25 percent? right <laughs> <laughs> at least one third at least uh, one third of the human population uh, won't live detective
0: rachel ghoul
2: that's as good of a race i can do i can't yeah. do a very good race
0: i thought it was great um i actually enjoyed that a little bit better than i enjoyed um uh what's his name uh oh
2: Lee, Liam uh, liam no, neeson
0: yeah neeson. i enjoyed liam neeson's uh racial ghoul
2: but he's got nothing on the guy who did the voice in the animated series yeah,
0: it's just when i think of racial ghoul that's the voice i hear
2: yeah because it's yeah. this weird mix of condescending and just talking he's, he's talking down to you but he's not making it sound like it
0: exactly you could tell that he's like the frustrated Buddha almost where he's just like, ah, oh, you children you've lived for. So sh- you, your eyes are still so young. You don't understand the truth of the world that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Just um, about him. Riku, who let, let's, let's open up the, the vulnerability vault. Uh, which, uh, which villain are you?
2: Uh, I think if you turned my personality up to 11, you would possibly get a, and you have to inject a lot of violence in there, but I think you would get a really weird joker, like that weird homosexual joker that's in Dark Knight Rises or Returns. Yep. Because I feel like if you turn where I've been on, like as I've gone, as I've been on podcasts and stuff over the years, me now is no, is way different than me back then. And I figure if you turn that up to 11, oh, uh, you would get the weirdest, gayest joker ever.
0: So, you got a little bit of anarchy inside you.
2: There is. There is.
0: Um, I feel like if, uh, if I had something wild happen, like my entire family got slaughtered around me, I could see myself going Joker ish. But I think he is l- a little more violent than I ever could be, realistically. Yeah,
2: now that I've said it, but also the fashion sense. Well, come yeah, on.
0: Th- there it is. And that's the reason why I think if I was. Uh, a Melville, villain, if I really think about it. I think I'm Anarchy. Um, I'm, That's a good one. I think I'm a guy who is like, you know, I I want to win in my own way. I sort of don't care who I punish as long as I get what I want or what I think needs to happen happens. And mm-hmm. um, I'm okay losing and just you know, as long as I have a getaway.
2: Gosh, I'm drawing a blank. Who's Anarchy again?
0: Um, anarchy was... so. First time I actually saw him was in what's that Batman series with the, with Katana, the detective.
2: Beware the Batman.
0: Beware, Beware the Batman. Um, so I saw him in that, and then went back and read a bunch of his comics. Uh, he basically was just a genius level teen who, sort of like Rachel Ghoul was like, you know, there's some injustices and there's some things that are wrong in the government and big business and all these corporations are harming all these people i'm gonna change things i don't know if i'm gonna change them for the better but i'm gonna i'm gonna make a change and Mm. he basically used his genius level intelligence to uh try and upset the apple cart basically oh wow oh yeah um but yeah i think that's who i would end up being now considering the main villains uh who do you think would be the most frightening to deal with if you were like an arms dealer or Mister Freeze, a
2: drug mover?
0: You really think Mister Freeze?
2: Dude, if you if Mister Freeze wants something from you, it doesn't matter. You can't plead with him. You cannot make a deal. It feels like with Joker, you can kind of like if no. you're funny, you could kind of bullshit a little bit. I would hate but to have to deal with Mr. The freeze, the no emotion is just the, the no emotion version of Mr. Freeze, I think would be t- terrifying to deal with.
0: The thing I, the only reason why I would pick Mr. Freeze sl- slightly above the Joker, I feel like the Joker, if he comes in and he feels like he's going to kill everyone in the room, he's going to kill everyone in the room. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Mr. Freeze might want something from you and he might turn you into a giant block of ice or he might just freeze from your legs down. So there's always a chance that you're not going to die with Mr. Freeze. I think with Joker
2: Yeah, but Joker can also walk into a room and he'll just like he gets what he wants and he goes.
0: Yeah, but
1: he will also kill everybody in the room for fun. But he like, would kill you everybody. You just don't know. You just don't know what's going to happen. I think with Freeze, you at least know with Freeze, he, you know what I mean?
2: You, you kind of know where you stand with him. I I see what you mean. Maybe I'm just thinking of it from a different perspective, and I'm not articulating it well enough.
0: No, I, I I get what you're saying. Just because there are times, especially in the animated series, you see people who are like Joker always goes to them to get weapons or to get something, and when they leave, the guy's like, "Phew!" You know, like you can have a good relationship with the Joker as long as he's the dominant one and you give him what he wants. But the problem is eventually. He might have that moment where he decides that everyone in this room needs to die.
2: You're now expendable.
0: Yeah. that's yeah. And that's the scary thing with the Joker. You just. He can't be. When it matters, he can't be bought off.
2: Mm, that's true.
0: But for me, I think the most frightening to deal with. Um, I'm putting my money on Bane. Bane? Just because I hate the idea. Well,
1: Bane is easy to work with. He won't. Yeah, he I'm doesn't all... he doesn't break a deal.
2: Yeah, he's the only really honorable villain that, Ro- that that Batman has.
0: I just don't like the way he like will all of a sudden be like, you know what, everybody die.
1: But he doesn't do that though. I mean, Wait. he might sacrifice you for for greater for good. A well,
0: that's my that's uh, my that's my point. Like, I feel like when Ben comes in town, you you gotta expect that Batman's going to be showing up at your doorstep very fairly soon.
1: I mean, he treats his crew pretty well. Yeah. I, I would love to be a henchman for Bane. I don't
2: know if I'd want to hench for him, because yeah, dude seems like he'd get bad roid rage.
0: Might kill you on accident.
2: Yeah, might go for like a high five and accidentally like snap your arm off.
0: You know what? <laughs> I, I take Bane back. Killer Croc, that's a dude I don't want to mess with. Because yeah. not only do I not want to mess with him... He's the type of guy who will kidnap you off of the street corner, and next you know, you're in the middle of some swamp. You know, he he might not kill you quickly;
2: he might throw a rock at you.
0: Exactly, <laughs> a really big rock.
2: It's a it was a big rock.
0: Um, along the lines, Red, you said you would love to be a henchman for Bane. Is he your number one guy you want to hench for, or do you have uh, a different person that like? Who's the one guy you wanna go for? Um,
1: is he the number one I would hinge for? Yeah, I think so. Uh, maybe Racheal. No. Yeah, yeah. Racheal. Rache 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 League, of, Assa-
2: sweet
0: League of Assassins. Train. Yeah. Oh, I forgot all about. Well, let's let's forget Rache because he's he's got to be number one. Um, League of Assassins. They tend not to leave their dudes behind. Uh, you might end up having to eat a poison pill, but even then.
1: I mean, but the thing about the League of Assassins is even their like some of their weakest henchmen become like super villains, you know. So, so that's why I would be down for the league, because because I, I feel like with the league, there's a there's job opportunities, <laughs> you know, after you leave.
2: Yeah, that's true. You you a lot. Some of the Batman's villains are basically. I used to work for the League of Shadows. Yeah, I went off on my own.
0: The League of Shadows like you got longevity you could literally retire with the league of shadows because they're in the batman uh, beyond world too so you know uh, that's
2: true karari yep mm-hmm.
0: um i gotta gotta remember her when it comes time to talk to female villains
2: yeah well do, i didn't know we could can we put batman beyond characters in here oh definitely oh, Okay. 100% and, All right.
0: and and I'll just say my number one henchman outside of Rachel Ghoul, uh, I wouldn't mind working for the
2: Penguin I feel like the Penguin would treat you right as long as things are going well
0: oh he's definitely going to be an abusive boss he's going to be mad when, when his shit gets the stuff he's stolen gets taken back from Batman he's going to be pissed about that but I bet he pays his guys well I bet they have insurance I bet they have good lawyers you know, oh, bet, probably like, the best I bet if you're a penguin guy you know that if you get busted he's gonna break you out uh, it's not break you out he's gonna get you out legally
2: all right so this might be an ass poll but I think the best person to hench for Maxi Zeus <laughs> dude just thinks he's an he's he thinks he's Zeus and so obviously if you're henching for him you're someone in the Greek pantheon
0: oh, I forgot all about Maxi
2: Zeus. <laughs> Yeah. And he's he's a big businessman. Like, what's the danger?
0: Exactly. That's why I think it's so funny. Again, back to the wonky guys, where he's just like, "Yeah, you know, I'm Zeus. I made this bolt of lightning, which is really just like an electric electricity machine." Yeah. Imagine being uh, one of King Tut's guys. You know, worst case scenarios, you dress up like a mummy, like, like a mummy, or uh, one of the pharaoh's guards. I feel like. If you work for King Tut, you could agree to dress up like an Egyptian for like two or three heists, and then just disappear, leave
2: town,
1: or hit he's... him up, hit him upside the head so that he's he's no longer uh, <laughs> King Tut.
2: <laughs> was it was it King Tut? Was the story of King Tut basically he owned like a mattress store and like he gave the production a bunch of mattresses and they were like wrote him in as a character. Oh, is that what happened? I'd, I heard something like that. Like, they got a bunch of mattresses for the stunts in the show, and the, the guy who owned the store was like, hey, can I be in the show? And they wrote him in an episode.
1: <laughs> well, that's awesome if that's, I hope
0: true. that's true. I
1: think <laughs> that's true. true cause it's, that's, it's true for me now.
2: Is that, yes.
0: That's the story moving forward for me.
2: Oh, uh, also, I guess if I would want to uh, hedge for anybody else, it would be the ventriloquist.
0: See, uh, see, I was no, I was, no see, exactly reds. We're no. in the same. We are in, reds, what? I, again. We are we are drift compatible my I next question going to be
2: I
1: cannot hinge for a, a dude who thinks he's being controlled by a doll.
2: No, nope, but he's being controlled by a doll. You just yes. stay on his good side. Yes, but the
0: problem is that doll randomly starts shooting at people, and, and he'll be like, "I can't control him." Right? Like, oh, and, I think you're, you're nope. right.
2: Maybe I'm. Yeah. Nope. No, Next, no, no, I'm
0: sticking no. with Nazi Zeus. No, and and he was actually going to be on my in my top three for male villains. I do not want to hench for. Like I don't, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd care about henching for the Riddler. I don't think I'd even care about henching for um, Mr. Freeze, other than the fact that you have to say and like I hate the cold, so like that would be the worst part about it.
1: Yeah, the worst part about about henching for like the Riddler would be trying to understand his instructions.
0: Oh, that you would know, be the worst. Because he
1: wouldn't just tell you. He'd be, they'd be all cryptic and
2: all these
0: riddles. You
2: yeah. know he'd have his lair booby-trapped, and he's like, oh, to open the door to the bathroom, you have to answer this Right. Way. It's like, you right, dick. exactly.
0: You'd be like, Stop. yo, Riddler, last time I answered incorrectly, I got tased by the doorknob, and I peed myself anyway, so I'm just going to start <laughs> peeing in corners. Unless you start...
2: Unless <laughs> you knock the shit off.
0: This stuff is... <laughs> or, or
1: <laughs> but Because, like, sometimes his... The problem with the Riddler is like he has really great plans that are, I mean, really good. But then, you know, he, he's he's got to give them away. So it's like we could have made some serious money on this last score, but uh he, you had to go and tell, you know, Batman everything. You had to.
0: I, f- I feel like the Riddler's a guy again that he always gets caught on his fourth or fifth heist. You just got to get out in three heists deep. That would be that would be my henchman name, three deep. Three deep. They'd be like, he gets in three deep, and then he's out.
2: But you would be like the henchman henchman who, like, the the mercenary henchman who just joins up with a crew for, like, three heists, and you're like, That's... I'm done, <laughs> I'm out. Until you, three. <laughs> until you cross the wrong the wrong guy who's like, nah, you either stick around, or you know too much, and I'm gonna kill you.
0: Yeah, that'd be dealing with the Black Mask, where he's like, uh, once you're in, you're in. Oh, you're... I forgot
2: about Black Mask.
0: Which is a villain who I always thought was a chump until I read a lot of his storylines. Ah, um,
2: uh, he's not... And he's, you're like,
0: yo, this dude is... That's another guy I would never, ever want to hench for. He oh. will straight up kill you.
2: He will murder your face. As a matter
0: of fact, how are you a henchman for the Black Mask not expecting to get killed?
2: I mean... or Even that, like, he's physically violent in almost every meeting he's in. Yeah, you know? like, like, you're... You're gonna Punching
0: get dudes. punched. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm not cool with that. No. Black mask, be like, he stole my shit, and you be like, B- hey, hey, B, hey, B M, stay over there, man. Don't punch me. Did you just call me, me B M? Exactly. <laughs> if you call me Bowm, mo- you think I'm a movie You think I'm a shit? And be like, mask. You and I have been working together for a long time. Please, I don't want to have to cross this bridge. Are you threatening me? But oh god, here he goes.
2: Oh god. Like, here we go. <laughs> Black Mask definitely wouldn't want to hedge for.
0: Yep, yep, he's um, in my top three. Joker, obviously, I mean, like Raish is the best guy you obviously want to work for. I think Joker is the one guy you definitely do not want to work for, for the fact that, like, he may sacrifice you, he may outright just kill you one day because he... I
1: mean, or worse, he might not even kill you. He might do something to you that you wish you were dead.
2: Uh, That's true. Yeah, like, what's his face? Well, I mean, I guess Bob the Goon just kind of gets it in the original Batman movie.
0: Well, I think about, um, like, God, especially um, Heath Ledger's Joker, where he sewed that bomb to the inside of that guy's stomach. Like, oh, my God, man. Oh, oh yeah.
2: Okay. that worked for the Joker. Tangent Town? Oh, by all, by all means. I, that scene, I was watching the movie for the first time with my parents because I hadn't seen it yet. So – because I was down in school in Arkansas at the time, so I was enchanted by that movie. But that scene happens, and I start laughing hysterically to the point where I am in tears, and my family is looking at me like I'm crazy. And I go, that's the perfect Joker plan. It is. That, it <laughs> is. so him. It's perfect. And they're like – "They none of them read comics, so – they're all looking at me like, okay, crazy.
0: What I love most about that, not just is it the perfect Joker plan, the thing, uh, one of the reasons why, if I was insane, I could see myself working for the Joker, just because I could see how, as a henchman, you can admire, like, a lot about him. Like, the way he doesn't give a fuck about anything, the way he just always has the perfect line ready to pitch for the perfect situation when he's talking to that detective after batman's left and gordon's left and they're trying to race to um harvey Dent and rachel and you know he gets the guy's gun and they're all just like put him down he's like i just want to make a call yeah that,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did you co- how did you say rachel and not go rachel
0: rachel yeah, that's, again, I, I can see why you would want to work for the Joker, but then as soon as you're there, you're like, what the fuck am I doing working for this dude?
2: Oh, yeah, it's not fun. Although, it would work for Harley it, when she like does her little solo stints. No, no,
1: no, no, no. I've seen what happens to people that work with Harley. Joker might come you around get... and kill you.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: yeah, but risk-reward, man. Nope, not worth it
1: not worth ah. it okay i'm not I'm right. worth it if i'm into the batman villain rogue world i'm not doing anything that might get the attention of the joker
0: like i that. don't listen joker shows up for the same heist as me you can have it you can take my crew take my gear just stay the fuck away from me i don't want to die laughing i don't want to die smiling smiling i don't want to die i'm you know i don't want acid on my face I don't want any of this stuff. I don't want to deal with you. You paralyze people, you kill people, you not don't only kill paralyze them or paralyze, them, you people.
2: paralyze them in the most painful looking way possible mm. of going through the gut. Ugh, just
0: fuck man. No. That
2: Nope. That nope. I may have hated that killing joke movie, but I will say that scene that they do actually paralyze Batgirl is well done.
1: Yeah it is.
2: That that the first part of that movie, garbage. Hot garbage. But the rest of it is good.
1: My Barbara Gordon is in a wheelchair that's all I have to say about that
0: Do you need a bumper sticker that says that <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into our um, into our second segment, a few more quick questions. Shoot. What is uh, your favorite arc or evolution of a villain the one who has changed not necessarily the most but in a way that you found interesting admirable which
2: villain has had the best evolution freeze <laughs> going from mr zero in the cot in like the the golden and silver age all the way up to what we know him as today i think that's the best change from any character
1: that's a that's a really good yeah and then i mean even if you just follow what happened in the um
0: God, wretch! we are so... The animated
1: series? We are so compatible.
0: I was about to say the same thing. Forget about where he came from as far as, like, um, the olden days to where he is now. If you just follow his arc on the animated series...
2: Yeah, he ends up in a head.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's doing everything he can to save his wife, then he finally saves her and she leaves him, and it's just like damn
2: (laughs) well don't forget he shows up again in batman beyond yeah for one episode but he does kind of have a heroic streak there at the end like is it a heroic streak or is he just fuck it you're not my batman so i don't need to kill you
0: well here's the thing like i think that's part of it but freeze to me was always he's a a tragic character exactly he was a villain of necessity If he could have had the funding to just work to save his wife, he never would have committed a crime.
1: Because even in that god-awful Batman and Robin, which is god-awful but so good at the same time, you know, when when Bruce or Batman is like, um, I need to save my friend. He's got this disease. You know, Freeze is like, here, give him this. Take two. Call me in the morning. You know, he makes a joke about it, but he still helps out. He didn't really need to.
2: Yeah, but... I don't know. That movie's bad. No, that movie is bad. Ice
1: to meet you. I love that movie. I'm sorry. I killed the
2: dinosaurs. The Ice Age. Age. (laughs) (laughs) How can you not
1: like that movie?
2: Listen, I loved it as a small child, and then I grew up and realized how awful it was. And I was sad.
1: That's funny, because I went the other way, because I hated it as a kid. Me too. And then I was like... I don't know, as an adult, I was like, this is actually not that bad. I you mean, it's what? bad, but it's so bad it's good.
0: The reason why I liked it as an adult, um, I had one weekend where I watched uh, Evil Dead 1 and 2, and then, like, on Sunday morning, I watched uh, Army of Darkness, turned my DVD player off, and on the TV was Batman and Robin. And just going from that campy-ass movie into that other campy movie, really made me enjoy it and see it in a different light.
2: I guess you would, wouldn't you?
0: It, it completely changed the way I look at that movie. So The mm. only reason why I like it is because of Army of Darkness.
2: Okay, that's a weird way to put it, but I'm, all right, I'll follow you. <laughs> I think what made me kind of like as a kid was the first two were really scary to me, and I was like little, little when I saw them the first time. So, when Batman Forever and then Batman and Robin came around, they were like campy enough to be kind of kiddie movies. So it was like, oh, hey, Batman, cool. And then I grew up and I was like, oh, these first two are way better. And these other two are like weird.
0: The way I flip flopped on Batman um, Forever. Oh, Batman. No, Batman Returns. That's the second one, right?
2: Yeah, Returns Yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah. The way I flip. I hated that movie as a kid. And I watched it as an adult in college, and I was like, "This movie is so good, so so good." Christopher Walken is really amazing in that in his role. Um, yeah, he's um, really and good. And Danny DeVito, man, as a Penguin, damn, I I I missed how good he was as a kid. I, that was just one of those things where I was not mature enough to realize that he was so mis- like just conniving and devious. They did a real good job of making him seem sinister in a
2: the 90s way. zones blown sky high. God, this is so good. It's a good line. It's a really good line.
0: Um last but not least, what's your favorite sometime villain of Batman? Not necessarily one of his main guys in his rogues gallery, but a guy who is there enough to be considered a Batman villain
1: that's a good question um i guess man bat
0: oh that's a great one <laughs> uh you know what i always liked man bat just because i think it would be i think it's literally the only thing that's scarier than being caught by batman it's being caught by man bat
2: yeah i guess that could be true uh okay i got an answer for this one bronze tiger
1: Oh, that's a good one. Bronze Tiger.
2: Yeah, Bronze Tiger. He's not always a bad guy, but there's just some times where he, him and Batman don't see eye to eye. And I was kind of like that, especially in the episode where he's in in uh, Batman Breaking the Bulb.
1: Yeah. I Also, Deadshot. I I, I really like Deadshot.
2: Deathstroke, um, too. Yeah, and,
0: and that's the thing for me. I think Deadshot and Deathstroke might be my, my guys. Um. But I kind of like some of his lesser guys, and, and I guess they are his villains, uh, like Calendar Man. Yeah. Uh, I, I always thought, you know, the idea of this guy killing on holidays, I think that would always be something frightening and kind of a guy you could actually do in, in real life.
2: You, that Dark Knight Rises with Calendar Man could have been really, really weird, but really good, too. But the the way you phrased the question was sometimes villain, that's kinda of what made me go bronze tiger. Like, you know, he's sometimes a good guy, sometimes a bad guy. But yeah. So anyway. Wanna let you know. Do
0: you remember who the Batman Beyond villain was who used to hunt him? He was like literally like an African hunter. Oh, oh yeah. uh,
2: I can't God. I don't remember his name, but Hold on. I need to Google this now.
0: Oh Stalker.
2: The Stalker. Yeah, he. Was that was his
1: of, name. Uh, Just a stalker. Yep,
2: that sucks. He was kind of a good guy, bad guy at times because he also teamed up with him to fight the Cobra cult. Yep, and also kinda also had my my idea for Dinosaur Man, except he had like weird panther powers.
0: Forgot all about and you know. We didn't talk enough about the Batman villain, Batman Beyond villains because there were some real good ones. Shriek. I
2: almost think you should do another show for them.
0: You know what? You're probably right, because we could literally talk about the Batman Beyond universe. Ink. Yep, Ink. ink. Uh, dude, uh, Kirara. Yeah. And we could uh, go, uh, My my favorite, Blight, who just... Blight's
2: too good. He's like, god, he's so good for a villain. Such a cool design
0: yep you know what it's settled we're, we'll be back we'll be back for Batman Ta-
2: tabling that that is back. back
0: yeah that- we're gonna put a pin we're gonna put a pin in this
2: episode idea
0: but um well this has been a great discussion but it is time to move on and get into the rogues galleria Tonight is our grand opening, and we're building a club fit for the worst of the lot. But, gentlemen, we have limited room for membership. And it's up to us, the um, eligibility committee, to determine which of Batman's male villains are good enough to make it into the Rogue's Galleria. So we only have five slots for our VIP All Access Pass top-of-the-line Batman villains. Who's making it into our number, who's making it on the top five?
2: Mm.
0: Now, personally, I think the guys who make it in should not just be the most famous guys, you know, your two faces, your penguins. I think they need to be guys who have earned their way by changing Batman in some significant way.
2: Well, then obviously we have to put Clayface on there.
0: Ooh, we have a nomination for Clayface. Reg, you going to be all right with that? Would you uh, put him in your top five?
1: I think what you get with Clayface is the fact that he was a former actor. So I think you might actually get some um, high class, you know, celebrity action coming into the club if, if you get a Clayface there. You know, those uh, people who like to walk on the wild side. Maybe even people flaming out on their way out of celebrityhood, you know, like um, Amanda Bynes or Britney Spears back in the head-shaving days. So.
0: Oh, so someone use it like a New Vegas, you know? Come get e- seen.
1: Right, right. Be seen at, at, at the club. So, yeah, I, I, I'm i all down with Clayface.
0: Alright, well, that is two votes. Um, I, I, I might have put them a little bit lower, but, you know, I like the way you guys pitch it. Clayface, he's gonna go in. That leaves four more slots. Reggie got a nominee for yeah, it? Um, VIP?
1: I mean if we're talking about uh you know, clout and, and and money and all that and great membership, I think you have to go with the black mask. I mean, all the best bad clubs have some sort of mob tie.
0: Um what do you think, uh Riku? You think Black Mask is good enough to make it on?
2: I do think Black Mask is good enough to come, to come on because let's be honest here. No other mobster is going to touch a place that's crawling with supervillains. You know, what's his face? Uh, Falcone ain't going to touch that shit. You need a super villain mobster. You need Black Mask.
0: Yeah, and that's basically also going to probably prevent a few fights because, you know, people aren't going to want to get riled up when the Black Mask is walking around because, you know, his uh, security crew, they don't mess around. They just go violence first and worry about it later.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Plus, you know he's going to be bringing in all the international dudes. When they stop in Gotham, they're going to be hitting our club. Yes. That's that's three votes for the Black Mask. Now, I know that we shouldn't invite too much chaos in our VIP ranks, but I kind of feel like the Joker has to be there.
1: No, he does not, because that place is going to burn down. I'm sorry. If we're trying to make a real club, the Joker does not get invited in.
2: I need to agree with Reggie on this one. I don't think the I don't think the Joker has the mental fortitude to be able to get in here.
0: You don't think he can handle being in VIP? We could actually watch him, know what he's up to. Murdered, actually, you know get what?
1: Murdered. You know what? Now that I think about it, we might want to invite him in just so that you, you. He, because he, you don't want him to be slighted and feel pissed That's true. off. So he, he should actually probably.
2: In fact, he should be number one on the list.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that one.
2: He should make death.
1: Because there is that, there's a comic where they formed this, uh, Injustice League type thing and he wasn't invited and then he showed up and just ruined everybody's day and killed a bunch of people. So yeah, um.
0: I think I remember that incident and I think that you both are correct. That is enough. For me to not to make sure he's definitely top of the line because he's not come he can't come into the club and find out that there is a VIP and that he isn't part of it.
1: Yeah, especially I, I'd hate for him to find out that um, Clayface made it in and he didn't somehow.
2: Yeah, that feels like that would be a big slight. Mm-hmm. And
0: Clayface is not going to help us out when that shit hits the fan. Dude. He's gonna turn into a rat and disappear, or something. Um. Well, two more slots. Who are we thinking?
2: Hmm. Penguin.
0: You know, with penguin, you know you're gonna get a lot of money rolling in one way or another. He's gonna order nothing but the top of the line, so that's money in our pocket.
2: And you know what? He's just emu- he's just enough of a man about town that the name. Cobblepot at least holds some weight with some people in the city.
0: Yeah, we can get some of the old Gotham folk in. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I like that. Um. Well, so that only leaves us
0: with one spot left, and I gotta say, I'm leaning toward Ra's Al Ghul.
1: No, uh, uh-uh.
0: he's okay. not gonna be there most of the time. It's just.
1: There's just, no reason he. That's not his scene, and I don't want to be at this wherever it is his scene.
0: Yeah, but I feel like when he comes to burn Botha, ba, uh, when he comes to burn Gotham, it might be nice to maybe get a heads up, or maybe he'll watch it burn from our club.
2: Well, but here's the thing: Rachel al Ghoul always has a plan, and I feel like random club owners aren't ever a part of his plan. We're fodder. So maybe we don't invite him. Maybe he's not a VIP material. He could yeah. be third tier, because he's not going to be in town all the time. You need the locals. That's yeah,
1: that's
0: fair.
2: not his scene.
0: That's it. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna see to you guys' wisdom because it makes sense. Um. Well, who's gonna be our fifth?
1: You know, I'm thinking Hugo Strange might be an interesting. Um. Just Hugo because
2: Strange, I like.
1: Yeah, because he might be able to get other people in or, or even might be good for crowd control Since he's a psychologist and everything
0: Plus, he helps run Arkham You know, that would give us a little bit of legitimacy For when the police come We can be like, come on You know, would the head of Arkham be hanging out with all these criminals In this dangerous right. place? Of course not And we want legitimacy, at least on the surface Um, alright, well Hmm Let's do our second tier people. Now, these are people who, you know, obviously they're not going to get all the choice seats and they're not going to get the biggest bottle service, but, you know, maybe we can get them in, they help us, we help them, you know. What do you guys, who do you think makes it in in this next set of five?
1: I'm going with Matches Malone.
0: I like Matches Malone. You know, he's great on a pool uh, table. You know, uh, and, you know, he's a familiar face. He's a, he's a Gotham legend, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Matches. I like that. I like it. My next nomination, I guess. How about Hush? Would Hush
2: really, would
0: that be his scene? I think every scene is his scene. That's true. And mm-hmm. he's a doctor.
2: That's very true.
0: And yeah. every outfit needs a doctor for when someone comes to the back door because they got little too mouthy with uh the red hood or somebody you know
2: yeah you don't want to get mouthy with red hood Mm -hmm. how many slots we got left we got three go ahead and put hush on there but i got the next nominee
0: please hit us with it
2: count vertigo
0: you know i do like the count and he likes to drink yes reggie got any objections to count vertigo
1: count vertigo is a Bit of a bitch. I don't it's know.
2: Bit of a bit. Listen, every club needs a fall guy. Mm-hmm. You make Count Vertigo feel good. He hangs out on a night when shit goes bad. Hey, it was Cap. It was Count Vertigo pulling that shit.
1: But but does he even even is he even a count anymore? You know, isn't that name a bit?
0: He still has diplomatic immunity.
1: Honorary at the time, at the moment, because he he's always losing money. You know.
0: Mm,
1: I
2: mean, yeah, that's true.
0: But better he loses money to us. Yeah. You know, let him, Let listen, we'll comp his tables while we go after his creditors. And when shit goes down, like Riku said, we put it on Count Vertigo. He goes to jail, claims diplomatic immunity, gets thrown out of the country, gets a new position, comes back, spends more money. Okay. My, my vote's still yes for Count Vertigo.
2: I mean, we need some Z-tier villains in here. It can't be all- All-Stars.
0: Nick definitely can't, because then they'll start jockeying, start fighting each other. Over somebody's going to want the Joker's
2: and, position, and, and that turns will. into a bloodbath real or quick.
0: the Joker's going to want someone else's position going to get in somebody's face. Speaking of faces, I don't think we should have Two-Face in. I don't want Harvey Dent, the Harvey Dent side of things uh, deciding to drop hints to Batman or whoever. I think that's the last thing we need. You know what I kind of
1: would like to see in this club? um, Maybe Scarecrow.
0: See, I was about to say no Scarecrow, man. You can't trust him, especially around Halloween. Can't have him releasing fear gas.
1: Yeah, but I mean, all those chemicals, I mean, you know, I mean, you've been to clubs. And a shady club like ours, we're going to want to have somebody who can, you know, deal some extra recreational drugs.
2: I think we should bring Bane in if we're going to bring him for
1: that. No, no.
2: No, no, no. no. He'd, he'd be dealing fucking Venom, and everybody know That didn't go so well in Batman Beyond.
0: Listen, if you do Venom light, or we just get him to understand, maybe even give him a little bit of, you know, let him buy, not buy into a substantial part, but like 10% near the bathroom where he can open up a booth and, and sell his product to people leaving <sighs>
2: I I don't know.
1: No, I'm sorry. I I veto Bane. Well, blackball. I and black want food. a
0: blackball scarecrow.
2: Okay. I don't need,
0: I don't need okay. him fear. I don't need him fear dosing my our our waiters and waitresses.
2: Well, then can I can I offer you a third tier, Solomon Grundy? No. What? No, what? No. So, so all he wants is to drink and to be a bad guy.
0: Well, listen. I'll table Solomon Grundy for la- later. I think he might make our third, lo- our third tier provisional membership, um, because I think you know Solomon what, we're going
1: to hold. Born on a Monday, get out of here.
0: We're going to hold on. To Christened him.
2: on Tuesday.
0: Um, I think we should put um, Falcone in here. I think he's a good second tier guy, and lets him still feel like he's a big shot. So he'll spend some money, he'll see the black mask and some of the other big guys so he won't be too stupid to try and, you know, forget where he is and what level he's at. And again, we get some of the old timers, you know? Some of the old people were like, I remember Falcone was a big boss, and now I get to go have drinks with him at the bar.
2: Alright. I think that's a happy medium for a few things. Yeah, I guess...
0: It's less scary than uh whatchamacallit. Scarecrow. Scarecrow or Bane. Bane. Yeah, those I think those both were bad ideas. Mm. Uh we we got one more spot. Hmm. Just one more spot.
2: I feel like he'd be better in the third tier, but what about Mad Hatter? Oh, oh the Mad Hatter.
0: Um... That would be fun. I kind of think that would be fun. When someone gets a little rowdy, we'll just, you know, be like, hey, Mad Hatter, for an extra drink, if you put a hat on that guy and get him to walk out. Yeah. You know, that's a membership that works both ways. For our wacky hipster folk, they're all going to be about the Alice in Wonderland room. If no one objects, I say Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter, yeah. Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter. All right, well... Guys, we're down to three spots and I was gonna do a provisional membership, but I think I'm gonna make these guys maybe do a uh, membership through staff, you know? And I was thinking security. Who do we want helping out with security?
1: Um I mean,
0: and this is where I think Solomon Grundy works. Maybe put him at the front door and let people know right up the gate
2: Don't start what shit
0: we're about.
2: Lockout. Oh, lockout. Lockout. Well, lockout.
0: Uh, lockout scares me, though. You know, I feel like he could decide that all of a sudden he wants to take over the club. Uh, you know? he,
2: he could, but I feel like if you've got enough heavy hitters hanging out that yeah. night, he's not going to fuck with nobody.
0: I just, I, you know, what happens if the banks are closed and his check gets a little late? Next thing you know, we all wake up in chains. I mean, I'll, if you guys feel if you guys feel comfortable,
1: I feel comfortable with Lockout. Are you you want somebody? I mean, you, he, he he was a, a guy who used to be a cop and kind of got washed out and you know uh-huh. trying to make a thing of itself. So yeah, Lockout.
0: Lockout, it is. Um, now another bouncer, maybe a backdoor bouncer. I'm Bronze still, Tiger. I'm still that. Well, Bronze Tiger would be great. Um, nice fashion sense. Devastating
2: moves. Dude's basically, uh, I can't think of the guy's name, but the, he's just Kung Fu. Like, you want a Kung Fu guy as your backdoor bouncer, because he's the, he's the cool guy in the white suit who just stands there during the fight. You know he's going to do something yeah. cool.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, I, I could do a run, Tiger. And he talks, so, you know, that gives him a one-up on Solomon Grundy. Now, hear me out with my number three. Killer Croc. You don't gotta pay him a lot, just give him a place to stay, booze to drink, a little bit of respect, and when shit goes bad, you throw him under the bus.
1: Yeah, Killer Croc would be a great bouncer.
2: I I would like to yes, but I just want him to have his own big rock. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I think we'll supply I him so much. plenty of rocks. Yes. All the rocks he could possibly want.
2: Yes, so that he could throw them at Batman.
0: Was a really big rock. (laughs) I
2: love that line so much. It's my favorite.
0: So our VIP, Joker, Clayface, Black Mask, Penguin, and Hugo Strange. A mix of chaos, legitimacy, illegitimacy, star power, and wealth. Our second tier matches Malone, the pool god, the local legend. Hush, a doctor for when people get hurt. Count Vertigo, the fall guy. Carmine Falcone, the uh, old gangster who will draw the old crowd. And, of course, the Mad Hatter. uh, Help us out when we need to clear some places out. And also just give that hipster vibe as well. Yes. And our security lockout, head of security. Um, Our front door roaming bouncer, Ron Seiger. And the main muscle, Killer Croc. I like it. Guys, the Rogues Gallery is going to have our soft opening on Thursday, our full opening on Friday. Uh, Try not to get killed in the meantime, huh?
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Um, I think... We have discussed a bunch about uh, bat, you know, some of our favorite male Batman villains. Um, I think it's about time for us to wrap this up and get into our personal top ten male villains. Now these can uh, these can be anywhere from the Golden Age all the way to the Modern Age, from the offshoots of the multiple Batman comics or from the many. Um, animated series that we have been blessed with uh who are your top 10 batman villains you know what you just made the list oh no oh here we go
2: why don't we uh round robin it
0: i like it uh we want to do
2: i say we go 10 to 1
0: 10 to 1 all right who wants to go first who's the first number 10
1: Uh, I'll go first Uh, for number 10. I put down a Superman because he
0: is. (laughs) Oh,
2: That's a good one. That's a good one.
1: Yeah, because I think, you know, um, if you look at like Dark Knight uh, returns and there's so many moments where Superman is sent after Batman for some reason um, and he has no problem doing it because, you know, he's just following orders. So, yeah, I think Superman is. At times, one of Batman's biggest villains.
0: Like the uh, time uh, Poison Ivy was able to control him? Right. He was chasing Batman through the sewers? Yep. God, that's a great
2: one. That's really good. That
0: that makes my ten... I I fear for my list now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, My number ten was Zaz. The psychopath who... You know, mass killers and, yep, cuts uh, scar for each person he kills. Um, he was a guy I sort of came, I was introduced to late, but, you know, was able to just read some of the individual comics and storylines that he's in. And he's just so menacing, so scary. Uh, He fits in line with my type of villains I'm most fascinated by, which are the ones who are just like an unstoppable force of will when it comes towards whatever their motivation is. And his is just ending the misery, a.k.a. lives of people.
2: Yeah, Zaz is super cool. I was never... I never really got Zaz until the Arkham games because he was just terrifying in Asylum, Mm -hmm. and especially in City. uh my number 10 is Riddler. I... He's... Who's afraid of a big black bat? I mean, Jim Carrey notwithstanding. Uh, he's... He's cool, but also can be done... It depends on what era he's in, like, especially this more modern version of he's almost like Jigsaw from the Saw movies, if you look at, like, Arkham or... The Telltale Batman games, which I don't know if you guys have played, but are really good.
1: Mm. I didn't play those, but uh, I played all all the Arkham games.
2: Mm. So Riddler is my number 10.
0: I always liked Riddler just because I love the fact that he was able to figure out who Batman was. But again, like you said, trapped in a prison of his own psychosis... Or his own, you know, issue. Um, He can't tell anyone, you know. Like as much as he wants to tell people, you know, to do that would be to give up who he is and and how he is. It's just God. The Riddler's so good. Um, I will go first with number nine. Uh, Reggie went first on ten. Uh, My number nine is Anarchy and. I explained a little bit about him earlier. I just like the idea of this guy who is super smart, super intelligent, but also has these rules and guidelines where you can win the game against him. And he's honorable enough, even being a villain, to abide by those. So, big fan of Anarchy. Side character, not the biggest Batman villain, but uh, of what I've seen of him, I enjoyed
2: he sounds cool. I need to go look up some of his stuff.
0: Um, Rika, who's your number nine?
2: My number nine is Penguin.
0: Cobblepot.
2: Ah, uh, he's kind of low he's lower on my list than I expected, but when you've got the entire breadth of all the Batman villains, he should. It's an honor just to be nominated.
0: Yeah, it really is. Top ten too.
2: Yeah, top ten.
0: Reggie, hit us with number nine. Number
1: nine, I got Killer Croc. I, I just like the dumb oaf Big Rock, and everything.
0: Yep. I love the um, animated series episode where he joins or meets up at the circus and just like still can't break out of it, even though he finally finds like a family. That's one
1: of him. the saddest
2: episodes. Yeah, that one's because he
1: found his people, but he just was a slave to his own stuff. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Oh, Killer Croc. Uh, number eight. Uh, I guess I went, uh, you went first last time. So, uh, number eight is Razal al Ghul. Oh, wow. so low. So low. So low. <laughs> Trust me. He, I've got, there's plenty of, there's plenty of room on this list. But he's, he's a Machiavellian planner and just. Megalomaniacal, he 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 believes his own bullshit so much that he would sacrifice one third of the world's population to return it to a more natural state. Yeah, Honestly, definitely. I I don't know if they ever teamed up, but I think if him and uh, oh, what's his yes. face, uh, Immortal Cape Man,
0: oh, um, oh,
2: Vandal Savage, Vandal Savage yeah. heating up, it it's done, it's over. They would win.
0: Yeah, the one blessing about them teaming up, kind of the way I also feel like of like Gorilla Grodd teaming up, uh, it's just like those guys, the one thing that the world would have going for them is that they would be waiting for the moment to turn on the other one, because they just couldn't believe the idea that it would take two of them to do it, right? They have in their mind, I can do it myself. Yeah, Vandal Savage, that is a great villain, great, great villain. Um Reg, who's your number eight? My
1: number eight is uh Owlman from um Oh nice, from the
0: alternate earth. The
1: alternate earth, yeah. The uh world with the in what is it, the crime syndicate of America? That's yeah, right. He's like a polar opposite. I think he's one of those villains that um actually I should probably put him up, move him up on my list now, that I think about it, but that's okay. But yeah, like I, I like the idea of uh opposite batman and then in uh the animated movie crisis on two earths he's you know one of those villains that you can understand where he's coming from and there are times when i'm like i don't know that he's wrong because you know i mean it if everything is just you know a a roll of the dice and it doesn't really matter then yeah i can see destroying it all
2: voiced by horrible person james woods
1: Oh no. I might have to take that back. No, I'm
2: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that guy's a pile of trash. Yep. Oh. Um, uh,
0: my number eight, another three for three on the uh outskirt villains, Firefly. Um he's like my purge. If I if, if there was a purge in a, in this world and there was Batman gear, that's who I would be. I would be the Firefly, just flying around, burning shit. Maybe stealing shit, maybe just burning shit. Maybe getting revenge, maybe just burning shit.
1: <laughs> Mostly just burning shit.
0: Mostly just burning shit. Just I'm burning here for the shit. fire. <laughs> I I, I kind of always liked that about Firefly. He's just like, yeah, I mean, yeah, the jewels are nice, the money's cool, but I mean, it all burns. All right. <laughs> down. Uh, number seven. I'm gonna jump on in Clayface. Uh, I've always enjoyed his stories. I I like him whether he's a tragic person, whether he's an asshole or somewhere in between. Um, I just always liked Clayface. Clayface is good.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, my number seven. Uh, I have the penguin. I, I like that he had all these weird umbrella you know weapons and then i like the fact that you know he kind of towards it you know now decided i'm just gonna be a straight businessman that's kind of on the fence you know i'm respectable but i'm still kind of a crook on the side and you know like the iceberg lounge is just it's amazing that that he was like i'm just gonna open up a club
2: yeah penguin penguin's good uh rika who's your number seven uh my number seven is Victor Zaz. Uh I mean you already brought up most of the good points about him. Uh I thought that him cut cut scarifying his own foreskin in that Kevin Smith written comic was pretty fun.
0: He does not hold back. Nope. Oh man. Ew. <laughs> Forgot about that one. Um yeah. <laughs> Uh, Reg, who's your number six?
1: My number six is Clayface. For many of the reasons that we talked about. I just like the... I like a shapeshifter. You know, I like somebody who can just be whoever they want to be.
2: Um, Riku, your number six? Uh, My number six is Two-Face.
0: Two-Face.
2: Uh, there's a lot of things to love about good old Harvey Dent. There's a lot of bad things to love about Harvey Dent. And there's that weird third thing that we don't talk about. (laughs) The judge. The judge. It was the Um, weirdest episode.
0: (laughs) So, originally, my number six was Hush. But uh, through this discussion, I mean, I give him credit for all he was able to do, but I also feel like he had unfair advantage. Um, So I kind of dropped him off of my list. He just kept falling and uh my number six now is deadshot the man who never misses um i think he's kind of i just always thought he was badass and you know i like the idea of a guy who like batman was created basically through the violence of a gun and he's one of the worst enemies i guess for him He's just a gun personified. A living, walking gun, almost. So that's my number six. Number um, six. Who's up for number five?
2: Uh, I'll start it off. Uh, number five for me is Owlman. Ooh! I, 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 I liked him, but I didn't like where Reggie put him, so I had to bump him up a, I He was already number five, but... Yeah, I didn't like where I put him either. It's um, okay. I... I looking at my list I feel bad that Riddler's so far down but looking up at the the closer top part of my list I'm like but I can't move anybody
1: I don't want to move mine I'm I'm moving Owlman man up to to 5 when yeah. we get yeah I'm, yeah. Go, I'm moving him up to 5 you know yeah. <laughs> Um
0: Redwell, who's who's currently your number 5
1: then Uh Deadshot was my number 5 uh, ah. I I feel like he needs to be bumped down to six. And I'm moving Owlman up to five.
0: Um, Well, my five was Ra's ghoul for all the reasons already mentioned. The mastermind, the plotter. Plus, he gave me one of my favorite episodes, which was um, the episode in the animated series with his son, with uh, Jonah Hex in the Old West. Uh, one of my favorite episodes. It was just so well done. And I feel like it was longer than normal episodes, but... Uh, either way, an amazing, uh, episode, amazing villain.
2: Russia. He's a good one. <laughs> uh,
0: number four. Number four for me, Mr. Freeze. Nora. Um, tragic character. Uh, super powerful. I love them in the animated series, in the movies, in the comics, in the game. Mr. Freeze, uh... A big, big fan of his. Who hasn't said their number four?
1: I have not.
2: My number four is uh, Mr. Freeze.
0: Oh, Drift
2: Compatible! Uh, my number four is Clayface. Specifically the animated series version, because there's been other Clayfaces. But I like the one from the animated series, because he was voiced by Ron Perlman.
0: I did not know that. Yeah! That Wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm a
2: big Ron Perlman fan. Me too. And, um, uh... Is that everybody's number four?
0: Uh, I think that number, everyone's number four. Number three!
2: Number three for me is Mr. Freeze.
0: Top three. Mr. Freeze. Um, yeah. I, I definitely can understand all the reasons why. I almost want to switch my to number three with my number four. Um... But then I wouldn't be drift compatible with Reg. Reg, who's your your number three? My
1: number three, the man who broke the bat, Oh my god,
0: we're so drift compatible! Do her. He's also my number three.
2: Just go get in Gypsy Danger, E2Gs.
0: Yeah, the man who broke the bat, he's got to be on my list. Uh, The man who was the bat for uh, a very short time.
2: The man who did a really good job as the bat.
0: Yeah, I mean... Bane is just self-made man. Uh, I love him in almost every t- every time I see him, I just about love him. I loved him in the movies, animated series. I even loved him on Young Justice. Um,
2: that's, that's right. He was on that episode of Young Justice. I forgot.
0: It's hard not to like Bane.
2: He's like, uh, Bane is super cool. He's like the juggernaut, but smart and, non- and non-magical.
0: All right, top two. Uh, who wants to go first? Because I, I, I can't imagine we don't all have the same number one, but
2: so uh, number two, Reggie. I think you were next to go first.
1: Yeah, my number two is Ra's al Ghul
2: Raish.
1: Yeah, I like. Like I said, I, I like what he stands for. You know, he's basically like a eco terrorist. Yes. You know, he's just trying to save the planet if everybody would get out of his way.
0: You're all about the uh, the big leaders who are sort of right, but in the end, wrong about how they get
1: there. I think the best villain is a villain that's right. So, Geo yeah. Longer, Killmonger.
2: Killmonger. Mito. Um, Thanos. From, Thanos. from, Thanos. from Infinity War. Th-
1: he should have just uh, doubled the resources if that was his big problem.
0: I mean, yeah. yeah is, but, that is the biggest hole in that whole movie. It's like, yo, you got a finnegan, Just make a shitload of I shit. mean, because
1: like, if 50% of the world disappears, do you think capitalists are going to be like, well, I guess I need to share my resources now. They're going to gobble everything up.
0: Um, well, I'll go with my number two. My number two is the Scarecrow. Drift, is... Compatible. Oh, Drift Compatible Oh, Drift uh, Scarecrow, wow. Dude, I, I love the Scarecrow. Me too. Uh, Joker, I'll, I'll spoiler, Joker's my number one, but the Scarecrow to me is the most interesting most diabolical and when it comes down to it I think i if you tell me I have to be in the clutches of one villain at random for 30 days one Batman villain at random for 30 days but I can pull one villain out Scarecrow's the one person I'm pulling out more than anybody
2: yeah no dude who can dig into the worst fears in my head and I can conjure some pretty fucked up shit
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah like yeah,
0: be, the Joker might break your spirit, but that can come back. He might break your body, but you can get enhancements for that. Scarecrow will break your mind. He will straight up break your mind.
2: Uh, yeah, and like I said, that first episode that he's in, the Batman animated series, still creeps me out to this day.
0: Mm-hmm. All those episodes that he were, was in, he did such a good job of just showing you how vivid of a world he could create that
2: the one where batman goes is in arkham and trying to stop him is also really good Mm -hmm. i think my favorite
1: scarecrow episode is not the one where not where he's like you know making everyone fearful but the one where he takes everyone's fear away oh yeah
2: that's a good one that is a good one i forgot about that's where they redid his design and make him more like a hangman yeah. Ah. Yeah.
0: I also like the episode he did where Barbara Gordon got hit with, um, gas, but you don't realize that. And, like, she ends up dying.
2: And. Ooh, that is another good.
0: And, uh, like, you know, Gordon tears down, you know, invades, uh, what's it called? Uh, Wayne Manor. Wayne Manor. And then he and Batman have that fight at the end, and they both end up dying. Um, yeah, so.
2: Hmm. I, yeah.
0: yeah scarecrow 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 <laughs> uh, uh all right number one everyone does anyone have anyone who is not the joker
1: i had kite man as my number one
0: oh no i'm kidding uh yeah joker my number one the most diabolical villainous the literal embodiment of chaos the clown prince of
2: crime
1: Mm-hmm. That's a great name too, Clown Prince of Crime.
0: Ah, oh, it's so good. And what hasn't he done? He killed the psychic. He paralyzed Barbara. He killed Jim Gordon's uh, second wife, mm-hmm. girlfriend. Yep. Uh,
2: he's yeah. killed.
0: He's killed women, children,
2: Robin.
0: the elderly.
2: Killed a Robin.
0: Killed a Robin, like,
2: uh, if you believe the Batman Beyond timeline, he also corrupted a. He corrupted. And Robin.
0: Time corrupted a Robin to re-release him. I mean,
2: uh, um, shit. He cut off his own face at one point to fuck with Batman. Mm-hmm. But do you know any point he's at in Arkham Asylum? Not even the not even the game. The the comic is super good too. <sighs> <sighs> and he's got the best fashion sense just the just the the purple with the green undertones
1: because mm-hmm.
2: that's such bad guy colors but they always go the inverse of it they go matte, they go green and then with purple accents Nah, the purple with the green looks way better in my opinion the bleached face the green hair the crazy ass smile the way he
1: just laughs at everything everything's a joke
2: everything's a joke. Uh why yeah. so serious? Why so, why so serious? serious? Oh, why so serious?
0: Yeah. Joker steals the scene every single time he's in it. Uh, yeah, he's that's, that's our number one getting ranked. We might have had a lot of different ones, but Joker wins number one for all of us. <laughs> Guys, I want to thank you for taking the time to be on the show. Uh, This was an amazing discussion. Um, Riku. I hope you will come back for the female villains when we do that show, and potentially some other ones. I had a blast having you on. You are an amazing guest.
2: Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. It was fun. I wasn't quite sure how it was going to go down, but it was turned into a very fun evening.
0: Uh, Reg, you need to step your game up.
2: (laughs) 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 The man... Reggie is on like three podcasts. He yeah, know. he spreads Reg, himself too thin. Too thin. I am,
0: I am so happy that you took the time out to be on this show. I was going to make a joke about how you begged to be on
2: here, but no <laughs> Mister Big Shot no in chat podcast. Well,
1: you know, you know, I love, I love me some Batman, so I'll, I'll always talk Batman.
2: And if
0: you're lucky, and depending upon what the viewers say, maybe we'll have you back for the uh, future episode with the ladies. Lady mm-hmm. villain nights.
2: I'm gonna have to research for that one because I feel like that that could be a lot. That might not be as long a show as this one.
0: It probably it probably won't just because there are fewer ones. But I also feel like we'll be able to deeply dive into a lot of the psyche of the mainstay villains and bring back some of the um some of the few vill- female villains that you know came in. For a little bit, but we're gone, um, just as quick.
2: Yeah, um, I feel like that would be a good way to take the show. But mm-hmm. that and I, is no you need course. to do Spider Man villains. Oh,
0: trust me, we're gonna do Spider Man villains. We're gonna do the Avengers. We're gonna do the X Men. We're gonna talk about so many different areas on getting ranked. If it's a list, if it's a list or a subject that can be ranked, you better believe we're gonna do it. Oh boy! Um, but I just want to thank my guests for being on um, Ryuku uh, Riku. Excuse me, I keep calling you Ryuku Riku. Uh, where can they find you if you want to be found?
2: Uh, I am Morgan Riku on Twitter. That's W O R G E N R I K U. Uh, proof that you don't tie yourself, your online identity, to fictional characters or fictional races from World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Reg, where can they find you if you want to be found? Well, you
1: know, you can find me on Bro to Bro Podcast, which we do, uh Cinema Chat and and Hidonis on uh Twitter.
0: Also, he's Hidonis on the Instagrams as well for people looking for him. And I am Tempe WMF, that's T E M P I W M F on Instagram. On Twitter. I think that's the only social media other stuff I do. I don't do any Snapchat. Uh, it's not because of mole. I just never really got the hang of it And I don't care about it now um, But this has been Getting Ranked As Red said, you can also check us out on bro to bro Go and listen to Cinema Chat It's a great show um, We hope you enjoyed the show tonight And this has been Getting Ranked Remember, whether you're first or last At least you're on the list You've been listening to Getting Ranked A brother-to-brother Brother podcast production I am your host, Tempe WMF. Or at least I was, as this is the end of the show. You can find me on Twitter at, at Tempe WMF. That's T-E-M-P-I-W-M-F. And on Instagram at the same handle, at Tempe WMF. Check out the podcast Twitter page, at Getting Ranked PC, And check out my other show, Brother to Brother, where I joined with co host Hedonis, a.k.a. Reggie. Also, a shout-out to RuJay who produced a beat for the opening theme, which you are listening to now. A big thanks to Bucho, a.k.a. Aubrey underscore T22, who spit hot fire on the intro. Thanks for listening. Consider sharing, rating, and reviewing. And remember, you may not be first, but at least you're on the list.